coming up. I've seen the Power Ranger movie. You've asked me to talk about it, so it's morphin' time in this episode of Dispop. Dispop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin. Welcome to my movie loft. I thought I'd film it in a different direction today for those of you watching so you can see how crazy I am with all the Power Ranger stuff on the shelf back here. And yes, that is a wearable helmet, but I thought you wouldn't be able to hear me very well if I wore it. So I'm here. Um, I was originally going to not do the Power Ranger movie review. I was just going to say my thoughts on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. But a lot of you asked for it. So this is on you. Um, you know, I'm always happy to talk about it. So I figured I'd just do a really quick uh, really quick review. Um, this is coming out a little, a couple days after the movie. Um, my, I have a friend, my best friend, actually, um, one Miss Kimbell. Uh, she is, um, she's a little sick. So I went out and I, uh, I visited her in Milwaukee over the weekend. Wonderful city, if you haven't been there. Um, wonderful place to eat. Um, lots of really cool bars there. Um, but uh, she was feeling well enough. One of the days we were able to go see it um, in the movie theater. I actually saw it twice because I saw it with her boyfriend uh, the night before. So um, they both loved it. I'll bring up their perspective in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of fun, really good. Always great to see Kim. And uh, we, of course, did the uh, Build-A-Bear Power Ranger experience, if you can see him uh, lurking uh, over there behind me here. But enough of that. Let's talk about the film. So um, what I was going to do for this episode is just talk about my general thoughts and feelings first and then get into a little more specifics on the second half of it. So if you're watching right now, non-spoilery territory, um, but I might talk about some spoiler plot points later on, so um, I'll be sure to warn you about that. So first up, I just have to say I actually did love this movie. I thought it was really, really good. Um, it's, you know, it's it's not a it's not a perfect movie, but it's it's oddly like it's very entertaining, um, and it's actually really good. I the 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 any issue I have with the movie is very minor. Um, for me as a Power Ranger fan, I'd give it honestly like a nine and a half out of ten. As a regular average moviegoer, I'd give it a really strong eight eight and a half. Um, somewhere in that range, I feel like seven and a half feels a little too low. Uh, but it's a really good start to what I hope is a many film franchise. Um, uh, Lionsgate, who produced the film, has say that they are committed to creating this a uh, franchise of about five or six uh, films, and they've apparently got an arc that's kind of planned out. So that's exciting. They said if the film did well over the opening weekend, that they would kind of just sit down on March 25th. The movie opened March 24th, so they'd sit down the next day and just get started on the next movie. So. Uh, it had a pretty good weekend over the weekend. It pulled in about forty and a half million domestically, um, and that was above industry uh, estimates, which had it on the lower end of thirty. So pretty good, and it's actually getting really, really strong word of mouth um, from average moviegoers, from devote Power Ranger fans, and from people that know nothing about it. Um, it's got an A Cinema score on the exit polls, so that's that's actually really good. Um, and like I said, it's a solid movie, and I want to talk about it a little bit. So if you are even debating about seeing it, I would say uh, give it a shot and check it out. I'm going to put my morpher down really quick. Excuse me. Um, 
But anyway, uh, yeah, directed by Dean Israelite. It stars uh, Dakre Montgomery, um, an Australian, in fact, as Jason Lee Scott. Um, we've got Naomi uh, Scott as Kimberly Ann Hart, um, R.J. Seiler as Billy Cranston, Ludie Lynn as uh, Zach Taylor, and then uh, Becky G as Trini Kwan, which in this movie felt like they were saying Trini um, as opposed to Trini because she's Hispanic, so I think they tried to change the pronunciation a little bit, but it didn't really stick, so <laughs> it's fine. But um, yeah, really great, um, really solid acting performances all around. I have to say that R.J. Seiler as Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger, is a standout, and it seems to be like that's pretty much a unanimous decision is that Billy nailed it um really great uh performance by all the rangers all around i actually thought becky g killed it as the yellow ranger as well um for those you don't know too there's a other than the normal power ranger diversity representation um there's even a little extra in this film because uh billy is on the uh autism spectrum i believe uh well he said he was on the spectrum and um uh becky g's character of trini is in fact spoiler alert she's a lesbian put my hand down the spoilers over um so i thought that was really cool really awesome uh to finally get a really uh like a gay mainstream superhero re represented on film um and yeah there was a obviously there's a lot of tweaks to the story here and there but um what's great is the first night i saw it i saw it with uh, kim's boyfriend mike and he is a few years older than me he's about 39 um and he so he was a little older he was in high school by the time the power rangers came out i was right in the age group where it was aimed for you know uh seven or eight um years old and i know the power rangers inside and out he only knows like he'd be able to pick them off a shelf he might be able to be like oh yeah i recognize that as a power ranger but he doesn't know anything about their story anything like that so we went opening night um and at the end of the film i kind of turned to him and he looked at me and he just went without me asking he was like I actually really enjoyed this film. He said that was very entertaining, very enjoyable. He had no idea that it was Elizabeth Banks playing Rita Repulsa, Brian Cranston as Zordon, and then you got the amazing Bill Hader as Alpha 5. Phenomenal job as Alpha 5. Uh, actually, all three of them were great as their characters. Really, I have no complaints about any actor in the film and i would say really solid acting chops which i think added to that experience of you don't have to love power rangers to enjoy it um i saw it the next night with kim who's familiar with the mighty Morphin series um obviously she's kimberly she's the original pink ranger um and she liked it as well too she just she loved it. i think you know she hammed it up a little bit she loved it with me but she like did research she made us sit down and watch episodes afterwards like i said we went to build a bear and made the bears like she's thinking about getting the pterodactyl tattoo and she called it her her ryan tattoo which was really sweet um so i mean it it affected her she liked it so much that randomly throughout the weekend she would just keep saying oh i really actually liked this about the film and i liked this about the film um, so I just want to talk about some standout stuff in there. Like I said, the representation in this film is really awesome. Um, got a lot of diversity in the Power Rangers. Um, they kind of acknowledge the fact that they are a group of diverse teenagers, too. There's a really funny comment by Alpha 5 at one point during the movie. Um, one of my favorite moments uh, in the film... Uh, well, I'll get to that in a little bit, actually. Um, so yeah, so I just want to say... Um, uh, great acting performances all around. Obviously, standout was the blue and yellow for me, but... Um, Kimberly, uh, Kim, she really liked Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, who I also enjoyed. Th they were all great. I don't want to say anyone was better than the others. I'm just saying one was a standout. Um, some of the things that I had, like, issues with as I saw along the way, you know, coming up into production, like, everybody we were always unsure of the suits, unsure of the zords. When they're put in motion and in, in on the film and you're actually watching it on the screen, it was actually, it looked really good and the aesthetic makes sense. 
Um, what was great about the film is it felt familiar but new at the exact same time. Um, it felt like somebody really understood the essence of what Power Rangers is and kind of took that and, and ran with it in this, this other direction. Um, if you are looking at, I think this is, is is great, has a kind of a four quadrant appeal too. Um, the only thing is, it, it's got a couple of scary moments for younger kids. I'm not saying don't take them. I'm just saying it'll be kind of like, um, we talked about this in other shows like Gremlins or, um, you know, it just, it's exciting. It's not like graphic. It's just like, ooh, she's crazy. Like Rita's crazy, um, which, which is great. Um, surprisingly, heavy on the character it this is a character film which is really interesting because kind of that's been the one thing about power rangers they always said is it's kind of flat on like 2d characters which i don't necessarily agree with i think it's more of like you have to acquire and understand it but this is like straight up like there this movie is about their character i mean that's that's the thing what's also really interesting is it has it keeps that power ranger moral lesson um, that they always kind of learned in an episode, there is one in the film. And it's not like hit you over the head with it or like, ugh, cheesy. Um, it's really kind of like they each have to get over their individual issues in order to come together and morph as a team for once. And what's great is when I saw it the second time, there's even there's even layers in that, obviously, because um, Zordon, their mentor, is also kind of a jerk in this movie, but it's he needs to get over his stuff in order for them to really come together as a, an entire team. Um there's there's some actual the stuff they deal with the teens in this movie is actual teen problems i mean there's um there's cyber bullying i mean billy's the outcast because of his um you know his his uh genius and and condition and you know he's kind of uh i don't know he's he's a great character he's really funny um jason is part of a prank that goes wrong um uh Trini is just kind of the new girl in school, kind of the rebel. And then Zach just basically never shows up for class ever. So he gets attention on that. So there, it's very breakfast club in 2017. And there's actually a really cool meme I saw online where it put the two together. And you could even represent like which one of these characters is influenced by this character, which I have no issue with. I love the breakfast club. Um, I mean, it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite John Hughes film. Uh, so I actually portrayed Andrew in an off, 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 off Broadway production of The Breakfast Club. It was at Community Theater in Plymouth, Massachusetts. But anyway, um, my greatest acting performance to date. Uh, but yeah, so um, all the kids are really good. Elizabeth Banks, she nailed it as Rita. In fact, I, like I said, Mike turned to me at the end of the movie and he was like, I did not know that was Elizabeth Banks. Um, I thought she was quite great playing kind of this unhinged character. And they're... If anything, um, I feel like they didn't utilize her enough. Um, which, when I kind of think about it later on, I'm I'm like happy they didn't. Like, yeah, I'm greedy and I want more of this amazing character. But I also I can see them exploring this relationship between Rita and Zordon more so in the in the next films later on. Um, Brian Cranston as Zordon actually brought. He was really good. It was really interesting. You could tell he enjoyed being this role too. Um, and then Bill Hader as Alpha Five is just like he he nailed it. He was a great Alpha. Um, really good job of kind of bringing that like silliness, but not 
over-the-top silliness to it. Um, this, the, this movie had a lot of jokes in it, too, a lot of funny, a lot of good humor. Um, it walks that line of just the right amount of campiness, but also took itself seriously. Um, and like I said, since Elizabeth Banks was so good as Rita, I mean, she delivers lines that I don't think any other actress could deliver because Krispy Kreme is a point, uh, plot point in this. And I know that sounds weird, but it is like a laughable moment in the movie at the same time, too, because it's essentially like she's looking for something and it involves a Krispy Kreme. And um, it's not a donut. I mean, it's something buried beneath the ground. But um, there is a line where she's like, Krispy Kreme. This must be important as all source of life is buried underneath of it. And you're like, oh, my God. I don't think anybody but Elizabeth Banks could deliver that line. Like, the theater laughed both times I saw it in, like, a good way. You know what I mean? It's obviously like, oh, that's funny. Um, I think you got to have a good sense of humor to enjoy it. But I also don't think it just – it didn't make fun of itself. It also took itself very seriously. Um, and one of the things I also really enjoyed about this film is that the Rangers really had to earn being Power Rangers. It's not – set up in the way like it was in the show where it's like give me five teenagers with attitude and they teleport them and they're like okay you're power rangers now and morph and go fight the putties and then fight the monster um it it does essentially follow that plot but it's really like they get these powers but they have to like earn being power rangers so um i will say um don't go in expecting like morphed unmorphed morphed unmorphed action it is that the action is really kept to the tail end of the movie but when you get there you just you enjoy it it's really good it's actually really well done if you're a fan of the zords um on the show in general or like you know ro giant robot movies like uh giant robots and monsters this will really appeal to you. I really feel like the Zords had their time to shine that they never essentially got in the original show. They fought once or twice separately, but they really just kind of right away got into the Megazord. Um, so it was a, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, I mean, I love, I love these suits now, um, seeing them in motion. Oh my gosh, just so much. So I'm going to start tiptoeing into a little bit of spoiler territory. So if that's all you want to know, whether it was good enough to see or not, I would say go. Like I said, the average moviegoer, I'd give it, higher than a 7.5 i'd say it's around an eight eight and a half like very enjoyable like i said feels unique it's not necessarily like treading into amazing uh, you know grounds that we've never seen before but it really was about the characters and i think that that touched me a lot so um what was also really surprising actually is the majority of the theater both times i went was adults there was a couple of kids in there um but i was surprised at how many adults went to this and were interested in this and i thought that was really cool um, and, and people were cheering both times I saw this movie, um, laughing, cheering, like, um, I even got, and I've spoke several people, my friend, um, up in Massachusetts even text me. He's like, oh, I saw Power Rangers. And, and he was like, I got a little misty eyed at one point. And I'm like, oh yeah, I did too. I mean, there's the nostalgia factor, but then there's, there's a moment in this movie where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting choked up. Like I had two moments in that specifically that I'm gonna, I'll talk about a little later, but. So if you're even thinking about going, going to see it, go see it. I, I promise you it's going to be good. Um, you know, for those of you who are on the fence, you probably have your expectations set really low. So I'm going to tell you, you really can't do anything but exceed them. So I'm going to step a little bit into plot um, uh, spoiler territory. Um, I'm not going to like give away any major spoilers, just a little bit, because I want to talk about um, a little bit more of things I liked and like just a little bit of the like eh, moments, you know. Nothing was bad. There was just one uh really just one moment for me that i was like mm. um but it lasted for literally like 10 seconds so 
Um, so this film opens in an aspect of the show that we never really got to see, which is the battle on Earth, and it's Zordon versus Rita. Um, and you may or may not have guessed when you watch the film about Rita's backstory, but hint, hint, it's in her costume. So um, really, really kind of cool. Um, so it shows really how Zordon kind of ended up without like explicitly spelling it out. I mean, Alpha says it, but it shows Zordon in battle. So you get to see Brian Cranston like actually acting you know, in this film, in his body. And, um, he's, he's playing Zordon of Eltar and he's got these cool, like alien tattoos. I was actually really impressed with the opening, um, of the film. And it kind of shows how he scattered the coins. Well, not scattered them, but he protected them. And, um, essentially then we fast forward Jason, the Scott, he's doing a little bit of a practical joke. Um, a lot of interesting camera work in this, which I was, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative of. I really, I really like when people like J.J. Abrams or uh, Ryan Johnson or, um, uh, I don't know, um, Christopher Nolan, um, they do a lot of really interesting camera angles. They get, they get a little experimental, and I feel like directors do that sometimes, not always, but when they really kind of have had time with the material. So that's what it felt like. It felt like this wasn't just rushed through production. It felt like they took their time. They plotted out stuff. So, like, there's this the opening when Jason's running from the cops on his truck he's driving. The camera just kind of keeps doing this circle. So it's like the cops following him, and then it's back to Jason in the truck, and then it's back to the thing. And it just keeps doing this all the way through until there's a car accident. And I thought that was really cool. Um, you can see in the original trailer there's some cool... Um, uh, cool camera shots as well so a lot of literally fun moments there's a scene where they're swimming in the water that i thought was really well well uh well shot and uh yeah and the action was pretty well handled overall um there is one moment where they're at the quarry and they're all running to get away and they're jumping into like billy's van and um zach kind of jumps under the roof we don't see it from an exterior shot which is which is fine we see it from interior but i was kind of like but I, I guess it works better because we never see the exterior of that. But that's the only moment in the movie where I was like, uh, you're getting into the weird implausibility area. But um, but then immediately after that, there was a really interesting, like, flipped it on its head where you're like, they're going to get away and be okay moment um, that I thought was pretty awesome. Uh um, that's really, that's really the only, and it's not even complaint. That's just such a minor thing to even bring up. I probably shouldn't have even brought that up, but, um, my only other thing is I wish, and this is just me being greedy. There was more hand to hand combat with the Rangers in suits. Um, there is a really cool confrontation between Rita and the unmorphed Rangers. I really enjoyed And I almost wish that went longer because she's so, oh my gosh, she's so awesome in the scene. But, um, it, it, it just kind of like they morph and then they fight some putties and then they immediately get in the Zords. And I was like, oh man, I wanted some more of that. And I wanted them to play with the camera angles a little bit more than that. They did. They did a little bit. Don't get me wrong. Um, the design of the putties I thought was really cool. Um, everything was really cool once you're watching it. Yes, it is unfortunate that Goldar is basically just a giant monster who never speaks. But um, um, he's essentially an extension of Rita. So it's a two-hour movie. And however many of these movies we're going to get, we're never really going to be able to dive into too much of those monsters. But who knows what the next one holds. Um, so yeah, th that's my only complaint. But that's me just being selfish as a as a uh, Power Ranger fan. But when I went back and watched it, I was like, no, it's actually better this way. It works. It works better for the story that they don't morph until the end because then it kind of would have counteracted what they were going for earlier on. So I actually, when I saw it the second time, I was like, no, it makes sense. There's a lot more of the story that comes full circle um, in that aspect. Um, let me think. But that's 
Gosh, I mean, there's there's really cool like additions to the lore. They talk about the Zeo crystal for anybody that's watched uh, Power Rangers. The Zeo crystal is actually what gives the Rangers their series when they're no longer uh, their powers after their Mighty Morphin. So it's really introducing what could be essentially something later on. It could just be a fun reference to um to that. It it could be there's there's little Easter eggs in the movie like the Jason's father's kind of coming after them and he talks about being a street. He's like I'm on the corner of Mariner Bay and Reefside and those are both different um that's Power Rangers Dino Thunder and um, Lightspeed Rescue. Those are two of the two towns in each one of those respective shows. Um, there's fun little nods here and there. And I'm telling you, they play the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie version of the theme song from the 1995 movie. And when it plays, you're just like, oh my God. It's just this overwhelming, like awesome moment where you're just like, yes. And it's hard not to cheer. And that's that's actually where a lot of my audience cheered both times. Um uh, like I said, Rita is awesome. She really gets some awesome moments. Um, I really liked that Angel Grove is actually kind of a small town in this, and it's a little more woodsy. It seems like it might be in New England somewhere, maybe Maine or um, perhaps Oregon, like if it's on the West Coast still, somewhere in those that area, which I, I kind of dug it. It really fit the aesthetic. It felt a little more small town separated, like we've got to get out of here, that angst. Um Nothing was cool. It gave me that. It gave me that Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where I guess she was. Well, I guess she was from kind of a city, but she was a smaller town, and weird things always happened here. And I had always hoped that Power Rangers would adapt like a Buffy style Monster of the Week attitude whenever it was turned into a TV show for mature audiences or a movie or something like that. And it seems kind of that's almost where they're going. Um, uh, yeah, there there is a moment where I get. Very emotional. The soundtrack for this film, on point, too. Uh, both uh, Brian Taylor, the composer, and the actual like music choices they made in it were really good. Um, there's a specific song at one point that oh, just gets me. Just gets me. Um, what else? What else? What else? There's just one or two. It's not like my. It's just minor. There's a like moments where you're like, ah, there must be a deleted scene here. Oh, if you are were watching the original trailer. Jason and Kimberly never get to kiss in this movie. They kiss in the original trailer. Um, not that big a deal. It actually feels better that way. I, w- I read a, an interview with uh, Dean Israelite who directed it, and he was saying that the test audiences unanimously were like, we don't like that. Um, and it just was, it's not that it was Jason and Kimberly, it's that it was the moment. It didn't, they didn't, they didn't need that sort of love interest so blatantly there. Um, and they felt like it undermined the actual scene, which was about, that's the cyberbullying scene. And, Uh, It's true when I thought about it like that, but I do like that there is something between them, and that's going to make for a really fun uh, triangle when we introduce the inevitable Tommy Oliver. Um, So if you are going to watch the film, stay through the credits at least midway. There is a mid-scene stinger that for anybody that's ever watched Power Rangers, you're going to enjoy. It's pretty much just solidifying what we all know is going to... It's going to come later on, um, and it's basically affirming you that don't worry, we haven't seen the only Green Ranger yet. Um, so really, really fun. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's there's anything else I missed. God, I'm so excited. I've seen it twice, and honestly, I can't wait to see it a third time. Um, it's a movie like I want to experience with people, um, especially those who have ever been skeptical or been like, ah, oh, Power Rangers is cheesy, because I am just getting like... I mean, obviously, I follow a lot of Power Rangers stuff on Twitter and Tumblr and all that. And so, you know, they're going to say it's good. But it's a lot of the random people out there in the universe that have just been like, oh, my gosh, I'm really surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, So I can't say enough. You know, take a shot. Go see it. It's a fun movie. Um, And what's great is with the addition of this, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, 
what what else has already got a Kong, um, Logan. This March has earned a billion dollars at the international or the uh, domestic box office, and that has never happened before. It just beat last year's record. I think it was last year or the year before. Um, but that's awesome. That really means that we're going to kind of get more of these movies spread out. So March is really becoming part of that summer blockbuster season, and I love it. Um, gosh, I don't know what else to say. Um, things I'm hoping for in the next movie, obviously, hopefully the evil the Green Ranger showing up and, and causing some issue with them. Even though when I... Green Ranger's not my favorite Power Ranger. I understand that it's a it's a great moment in the show. It's just kind of... It became about him. So now, like, years later, people are just like, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. And I'm like, let's celebrate all of the Power Rangers because they all brought something to the team. And I feel like he kind of... They made it too much about him later. And then once they, like, started changing the Rangers more, it got back to being about the Rangers as a team, which was great. And that's what it always should be. And that's why this movie handles it so so well, so well. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about the spoilers, actually. I think I'd rather just leave it open for you guys out there. Um, I don't know if there's any, maybe I missed some questions or something. I kind of said, you know, it might be a little scarier for the younger kids, but if you think they can be brave for just, the, the scary moments are like very quick. It's not even, it's just read as creepy, that's all. It's not even like scary, scary. Um, but, um, Rita handled well, Zordon handled well, talked about Alpha, talked about the Zords and the Suits, talked about uh, the direction of the movie, talked about the score of the movie. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 overall, I can't say enough that this is a really great start to what hopefully is many more movies. And I haven't decided whether I hope they keep the same director or they move in a different direction. I just hope he gets more support and they kind of... Um, because not to say he's a bad... He's not a bad director at all. Because I did really enjoy his style. Um, it's just kind of like one thread here or there. Like reel it in just a smidge. Um, but I honestly... Actually, no. You know what? If he directs again, I'd be I'd be thrilled. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the, the runtime. Surprisingly two hours. And I was like, wow, this is going to be really long. It did not feel like a two-hour movie at all either time i was like this feels 90 minutes it is brisk it moves along really well um the second time i i was like oh no i've got to go to the bathroom a little bit when should i go i've already seen the movie and there is no actual moment that i was like okay i can run and use the restroom and run right back um which is a really good sign for a movie so that's enough for me talking about it i feel like i need to leave my house immediately and go see it again eli hasn't seen it i'm gonna force him into it he hates the power rangers i'll let you all know what he thinks um i'm gonna see it again with him i'm gonna see it again with my friend Kelly. I'm just, I'm going to see it probably at least five or six times. Um, but, uh, yeah. So if you've seen it, give me your feedback. I want to know what you guys thought, what you loved, what you didn't like, maybe. Um, if you enjoyed it overall, where it's at for you. Um, but it was for me, good, fun time. Highly recommend. Definitely worth the price of the ticket. Um, so check it out. Let me know in the comment section on the YouTube video, what you thought. Tweet at us at Dizpop Show. Let me know what you thought. And, um, yeah, until next time, may the power protect you. Thanks for watching this episode of Dispop.